Welcome back to the Summer Podcast. Hope you're having a great day. My name is Richard Emerson. I will be your host today. And today we're going to talk about the latest episode on a really interesting podcast, which is uh, by two Orthodox priests, but is also full of interpretation of symbolism, of language, of the Greek and the Hebrew, and also many topics that tie very well into our other studies about Dante and the comedy and this medieval way of looking at the world. So there was a very interesting episode that was uh, released yesterday. It's called Apocalypse Now and Then, uh, using the Greek meaning of apocalypse, which is from Old English via Old French and the Ecclesiastical Latin and, and Greek, which is apocalypsis, which comes from apocalypse which means to uncover or to reveal. So apo is un, kalyptain is to cover. So the word apocalypse in the Greek only means to uncover something, to reveal something. So, and what they're trying to get at is how do we get a more sense of the spiritual in the in our normal daily lives, uh, not as something separate in a separate realm, but how it fits into the experience that we have constantly and just like the s uh, kind of the substance of of being in itself which is very much how or one of the key aspects of the divine comedy that we also talked about yesterday on our renaissance and the comedy podcast so we're going to link to that episode as well we tried to explain a little bit how one could think about what dante is trying to say in the paradise of how the kind of the Seeing this, the these kind of uh, dynamics of the angelic beings of like love and knowledge, how you can see them manifested around you, and you can see this just when you're walking down the street as kind of a layer that could be actively present for you, in the same way that you could see, as we use the example, both shapes and colors at the same time. You can also see like a third one or a fourth one or a fifth one like aspect at the same time. So, anyways, we're going to play three different clips from the podcast uh, from the Orthodox priests, where Stephen the Young, Father Stephen the Young, is talking about first the ancient medieval perspective, and then he has two two passages when he talks about how to recover or how to kind of train up again to the ability to see this. So, first, we're going to listen to when he talks about the ancient perspective. Right. 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 So, yeah. So, in, in in the ancient world, right, there's just creation. There's just the world, the cosmos, right? Yeah. Uh, and that includes both material and spiritual realities, right? Everyone just accepted that. There are gods, there are spirits, there are et cetera, et cetera. They are also in the creation, right? We don't see them with our eyes. But there are things that we hear with our ears and don't see with our eyes. So the idea that there are certain things that we only apprehend with our minds rather than the other senses kind of made sense to ancient people, right? Just like there's yeah. things you smell but can't see or hear but can't see right. um, or hear but can't smell. Um, and so th these are all just different aspects of the one reality. And then modernity happens, right? Yeah. And that's, that is where you get, as you mentioned, the Cartesian idea, right, uh, from Descartes, what's called Cartesian dualism, mm -hmm. the idea that 
that the material realm and the spiritual realm are separate realms. Just that realm language, right? That they begin to be spoken of as if. Now, no one's saying these are actually separate, quote-unquote, places. But they're being spoken of in that way. Right, that that there is, you know, the human body is the body, and we have access to that in a certain way, and then the soul is the ghost in the machine. The soul is, the geist is there somewhere, connected to it in some way. <laughs> right, right. It's not entirely clear, and we don't have access to it. Okay, so there's a lot of stuff packed into this. Uh, we both have everything, or so much from from the comedy, but this whole concept of gradually uh, getting to know and apprehend and have a sense of the material and spiritual uh, simultaneously this it's a little bit in inferno just in little blips you have like when they stand at the gate of these when they suddenly there is the first time kind of an angel just flies in opens the gate and leaves without looking at virgil and and the pilgrim uh, and then more and more in the purgatory you get the sense that there is a is a kind of a narrative, which is more like a material narrative, but there's also a spiritual uh, aspect that is growing, and then as a part of of training and developing this this ability to to connect to it and to to see it and to find it within yourself. The other thing he talks about is very interesting when it connects also to um, another person we've been talking about, like uh, the psychologist and researcher scientist. Ian McGilchrist, when he talks about the brain hemispheres, this uh, Cartesian split is very much the left hemisphere at work separating things. It's very good at uh, making distinctions and to categorize things. So this whole shift in then making the material and spiritual as two separate areas is in some ways also uh, a shift in in uh, how we are using the brains or how kind of the culture at large is focusing when it approaches different areas of, of life or existence of being and apprehension. So that's also uh, a helpful thing to be aware of because that also gives us many uh, techniques to try to shift this. And that would also tie into the recommendations that are now coming from the more orthodox a Greek Orthodox uh, perspective on how to try to readjust and rebalance this. So here's uh, Father Stephen DeYoung again. How do we, or actually I guess it was the end of Act 1, what, what's the way back into the ground of, you know, the, the, the ancient world, right? In terms of their way of seeing the world. And so what we were talking about at the end of Act 1 in terms of language and music and art and ritual talked about how we in the modern world due to what modernity has done to us tend to try to reduce everything to language part of the way back is to sort of follow that path back the other way yeah. right moving out of that kind of linguistic rationalism that has so come to cat to to categorize and describe western theology um but uh to try to move from reducing everything to language to going back to iconography. And we have the, we have the tools to do this in the Orthodox church. You can make yourself put away the lyric sheet and just listen to the liturgical hymns, right? And yeah. be in and, and listen to the liturgy and you can come and participate in the sacraments and the mysteries 
in the liturgy. You can, you can, you can actually do this, right? And fight that desire to try to boil it down to language and try to deal with it in that way. Um, and now, mind you, we're not in any way knocking language, right? But language is one, one of the ways that human beings interact with the world. I mean, how can I knock language, you know? So in this clip, it's very interesting to notice like the ideas of how to readjust to get into the experience uh, through then, for example, the music or participation, like doing something and getting lost in more the immediate experience. This also goes into the, the Ian McGilchrist work with come to path into your right hemisphere is through, we're only mentioning this because it's a, it's a way of, of getting or to rebalance if things are m- too much into the system, to the language, in kind of the, the more logic language, uh, and the left hemisphere, how to rebalance. So uh, McGilchrist is mentioning nature, and he's mentioning culture, certain types of culture, uh, religion, and also the body. Uh, in the sense that the body, the, the whole circuitry for the body is wired into your right hemisphere, which is why when people have strokes in the right hemisphere, they sometimes lose uh even the, the acknowledgement of their parts of their own body. They will say that their leg is not their own because they don't they damage the circuitry in the brain to 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 connect and to see it as themselves. So that's a bit on the on the side, but these uh, just having some ideas of how to rebalance, how to to uh, kind of dampen a little bit this the some of the rational intellectual logical thinking and to get more the experience and then you can connect and have a different way of seeing both spiritual and material, kind of uh, how they're blended together and unified together, which is um, also, it's one way of, it's explained in one way also in just trying to connect this to the comedy, to Dante, how, because that is also a, a, a summary of the theology in the 11 and 1200s. So that's also kind of how, kind of, the, in some ways, the kind of pinnacle of the, the intellectual, philosophical, spiritual thinking in the medieval times. So Dante explains this partly with the moon, the beginning, the first sphere of, of uh, the paradise, how he is drawn into the moon as light into water, and then he is a solid body, and the moon is a solid body, and they're <laughs> in the same spot, and it's not supposed to be possible. Uh, and that's partly to just f- give us a frame of mind that there are things we don't understand, but it's also a way of saying that there are uh, ideas about unity that would be impossible to understand for the left hemisphere, but it's easy for the right hemisphere. And also then if you have a more holistic view on things. So uh, that's, uh, and also that's interesting with the sp- specifying here in, in the last clip about language, because language is in both hemisphere, but the speech is in the left hemisphere. So the left hemisphere is the one who's actually controlling what you're actually saying. So, um, that was just like the first part of how to try to readjust and, and ways of of uh, getting more into some might call it a flow state or just like an, an experience of, of music or the atmosphere or uh, or the, the situation or kind of a, if there's a ritual that you're a part of. Okay, and now we're going to listen to the last one, which is uh, even more overall about this split between the material and spiritual and how we might... Look at this to try to to get it a little bit more together again. 
So here's again Father Stephen DeYoung. The 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 uh, the idea that that these things have spiritual resonance, all the things we do in our life. I'm going to come at it from the other angle, right? We tend to try to pursue the spiritual as spiritual, right? That's what Sir Isaac Newton's alchemy is, right? We want visions, we want experiences, we go out and we, because we've still got this bifurcation, we realize I have all this, I'm a materialist, I have this mindset, I need to get this spiritual back. And so we start just pursuing purely spiritual experience in this sort of purely spiritual way. And there are folks out there who bounce around from mysticism to mysticism and from, you know, uh, meditative practice to meditative practice. It's trying to, to chase after that experience. But since the reality is that the spiritual underlies the material, the only way to get to the spiritual is through the material. These always go together. So if you want to get the spiritual back in your life and you want to really get it, the real thing, not the counterfeit, you want to get the real deal, then the next time you see it, you won't have to wait long. The next time you see someone who needs someone to smile at them, smile at them. The next time you see someone who needs someone to talk to them or more importantly, listen to them, listen to them. The next time you see someone who needs help, help them. And you'll be amazed at how, as you start doing those things, uh, the spiritual starts to come alive for you. You start to understand the world more. You're not going to go and find the spiritual on its own and add it to the material you already have. And the, the your noose will begin to be cleansed. You'll get your mind right. And you'll start to see what it is that's been going on around you this whole time and you'll start to understand. And that's also why St. Paul tells us in Hebrews that faith, which should be translated faithfulness, is the substance of things hoped for. When we're faithful, all of a sudden all of those hopes and dreams, all of these things that we're just sort of believing by faith or intuition suddenly have substance, suddenly become real to us. So that's my closing thought. There's a very practical way to try to get back to where ancient people were. And it's not through esotericism or even mysticism. It's through loving your neighbor in very real and very practical ways that every single one of us can start doing right now if we really want to. So the two really interesting things standing out here in terms of our focus here on this podcast uh, Towards the end, there is interesting with the how he's quoting St. Paul, because this is also uh, the starting point of the examination of Dante in the eighth sphere. He comes to the fixed stars, and then the, you have the three virtues that will that are the keys to opening up a, a bigger understanding of the, the spiritual and kind of the mystery and the divine. And the, the base one is faith, and then he has to define faith, and then he's quoting that exact same phrase from St. Paul. The, the substance of the hoped-for things. Uh, so that's one part. The other one is the practical aspect of, of what Father De Young is talking about. Uh, it, it can also kind of be a reminder of other schools of thoughts like the Aristotelian way of looking at that you become what you do. So this is very practical, but it's like what you do becomes 
both like your habits and eventually becomes also your character and who you are. So kind of the active act of doing something is what changes you. So that is often a, a very helpful way of of trying to approach something if you wanted to change something. It's like change something you're doing and then things will will then it has ramifications everywhere and then then suddenly you're in the process of change in itself. So to to try to sum up all of this now, the base thought about this whole episode is just to get a sense of how the ancients and the medievals were having a different way of experiencing and kind of apprehending the world and being and that some things have now been split into two which one could try to unify more together again. This is also very much in the whole Renaissance thought, but uh, there are simple practical steps towards starting this process and then rebalancing kind of a, a way of, of, of being in the world in itself. Uh, and then we had some here with you know, trying to, to focus on more action, to listen to some music, getting lost in it. Uh, nature, again, is very helpful to just be in nature or then to show uh, acts of or do acts of love and, and to participate in, in doing good things. And then that also will change both you and it will also change the world that you experience and the world you, you live in. So uh, uh, with that, uh, just once again, a little plug for this podcast by the two Orthodox priests. It's called The Lord of Spirits. It's very interesting, both for Greek and Hebrew etymology and, and the traditions and also interpretation and, uh, and to get a sense of what the Orthodox faith is like from the outside and then just learning more interesting things. So um, I think we're going to wrap it up here. We're going to again put the link to the, the Dante episode about the angelic beings in the description. And uh, also, if you, if you try listening to Lord of Spirits, uh, it's recommended to start at the beginning because they lay out some some kind of foundational thoughts or kind of some grounding for what comes afterwards. So it's uh, it's easy to just start in the beginning and then go work through it. Okay, so with that, uh, if you made it so far, just want to say thank you so much for listening. Hope some of this was interesting, some food for thought, and uh, see you again in another episode. <laughs>